Today is the 25th of September 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. And let me explain also that it follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture, and music. And if I'm not making a lot of sense, we have two wonderful children that have just moved in with us, um, and we are absolutely shattered, as you can well imagine. Anyway, each episode normally begins with an opening prayer. So let's begin today's episode with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? Our Father, we have gathered again in your presence. You are our God in heaven, and you have made all of the earth through your word. So we exalt you for your power and your goodness. We come to you to show our love for you. We have cast all of our cares before you and on you. Bring us your abundance, and remove the lack from our lives. May we be renewed through you, Lord. Give us the strength to face the day ahead, and allow us to glorify your name in all that we do. We worship you, Lord, because you are our God forever. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God, and then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we continue with Isaiah, and we continue with Paul in his first letter to the Corinthians. But we'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures, shall we? Lord, we ask that you would prepare our hearts as we read scripture today. Open our hearts and minds to the mysteries and truths that are hidden within its pages, that we may discover a clarity of understanding within your word that was hidden from us previously. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And our Bible readings this week are taken from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. We're beginning with Isaiah 23. An oracle against Tyre. Wail, ships of Tarshish, 
for your haven has been destroyed. Word has reached them from the land of Cyprus. Mourn, inhabitants of the coastland, you merchants of Sidon. Your agents have crossed the sea on many waters. Tyre's revenue was the grain from Shihor, the harvest of the Nile. She was the merchant among the nations. Be ashamed, Sidon, the stronghold of the sea, for the sea has spoken. I have not been in labor or given birth. I have not raised young men or brought up young women. When the news reaches Egypt, they will be in anguish over the news about Tyre. Cross over to Tarshish, whale inhabitants of the coastland. Is this your jubilant city, whose origin was in ancient times, whose feet have taken her to settle far away? Who planned this against Tyre, the bestower of crowns, whose traders are princes, whose merchants are the honoured ones of the earth? The Lord of hosts planned it, to desecrate all its glorious beauty, to disgrace all the honoured ones of the earth. Overflow your land like the Nile, daughter of Tarshish. There is no longer anything to restrain you. He stretched out his hand over the sea. He made kingdoms tremble. The Lord has commanded that the Canaanite fortresses be destroyed. He said, You will not rejoice any more, ravished young woman, daughter of Sidon. Get up and cross over to Cyprus. Even there you will have no rest. Look at the land of the Chaldeans, a people who no longer exist. Assyria destined it for de desert creatures. They set up their siege towers and stripped its palaces. They made it a ruin. Wail, ships of Tarshish, because your fortress is destroyed. On that day, Tyre will be forgotten for seventy years, the lifespan of one king. At the end of seventy years, what the song says about the prostitute will happen to Sire. Pick up your lyre, stroll through the city, prostitute forgotten by men. Play skillfully, sing many a song, and you will be thought of again. And at the end of the seventy years, the Lord will restore Tyre, and she will go back into business, prostituting herself with all the kingdoms of the world on the face of the earth. But her profits and wages will be dedicated to the Lord. They will not be stored or saved, for her profit will go to those who live in the Lord's presence, to provide them with ample food and sacred clothing. Look, the Lord is stripping the earth bare and making it desolate. He will twist its surface and scatter its inhabitants. People and priest alike, servant and master, female servant and mistress, buyer and seller, lender and borrower, creditor and debtor. The earth will be stripped completely bare and will be totally plundered, for the Lord has spoken this message. The earth mourns and withers. The world wastes away and withers. The exalted people of the earth waste away. The earth is polluted by its inhabitants, for they have transgressed teachings, overstepped decrees, and broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore, a curse has consumed the earth, and its inhabitants have become guilty. The earth's inhabitants have been burnt, and only a few survive. The new wine mourns, the vine withers, all the carouses now grown. The joyful tambourines have ceased. The joy of the jubilant has stopped. The joyful lyre has ceased. They no longer sing and drink wine. Beer is bitter to those who drink it. The city of chaos is shattered. Every house is closed to entry. In the streets they cry for wine. All joy grows dark. Earth's rejoicing goes into exile. Only desolation remains in the city. 
its gate has captured in ruins. For this is how it will be on earth among the nations, like a harvested olive tree, like a gleaning of the grape harvest. They raise their voices, they sing out, they proclaim in the west the majesty of the Lord. Therefore in the east honor the Lord, in the islands of the west honor the name of Yahweh, the God of Israel. From the ends of the earth we hear songs, the splendor of the righteous one. But I said, I waste away, I waste away. Woe is me, the treacherous act treacherously, the treacherous deal very treacherously. Panic, pit, and trap await you who dwell on the earth. Whoever flees at the sound of panic will fall into a pit, and whoever escapes from the pit will be caught in a trap. For the windows are opened from heaven, and the foundations of the earth are shaken. The earth is completely devastated. The earth is split open. The earth is violently shaken. The earth staggers like a drunkard and sways like a hut. Earth's rebellion weighs it down, and it falls never to rise again. On that day the Lord will punish the host of heaven above, and the kings of the earth below. They will be gathered together like prisoners in a pit. They will be confined to a dungeon. After many days they will be punished. The moon will be put to shame, and the sun disgraced, because the Lord of hosts will reign as king on Mount Zion in Jerusalem, and he will display his glory in the presence of his elders. Yahweh, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name, for you have accomplished wonders, plans formed long ago with perfect faithfulness. For you have turned the city into a pile of rocks, a fortified city into ruins. The fortress of barbarians is no longer a city. It will never be rebuilt. Therefore, a strong people will honor you. The city of violent nations will fear you. For you have been a stronghold for the poor, a stronghold for the needy person in his distress, a refuge from the rain, a shade from the heat, when the breath of the violent is like rain against a wall, like heat in a dry land. You subdue the uproar of barbarians. As the shade of a cloud cools the heat of the day, so he silences the song of the violent. The Lord of hosts will prepare a feast. For all the peoples on this mountain, a feast of aged wine, choice meat, finely aged wine. On this mountain he will destroy the burial shroud, the shroud over all the peoples, the sheet covering all the nations. He will destroy death forever. The Lord God will wipe away the tears from every face and destroy his people's disgrace from the whole earth, for the Lord has spoken. On that day it will be said, Look, this is our God. We have waited for him and he has saved us. This is the Lord, we have waited for him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. For the Lord's power will rest on this mountain. But Moab will be trampled in his place, as straw is trampled in a dung pile. He will spread out his arms in the middle of it as a swimmer spreads out his arms to swim. His pride will be brought low, along with the trickery of his hands. The high-walled fortresses will be brought down, thrown to the ground, to the dust. 1 Corinthians 14 Pursue love, and desire spiritual gifts, and above all, you may prophesy. For the person who speaks in another language is not speaking to men but to God, since no one understands him. However, he speaks mysteries in the Spirit. But the person who prophesies speaks to people for edification, encouragement, and consolation. The person who speaks in another language builds himself up, 
but he who prophesies builds up the church. Oh, I wish that all of you spoke in other languages, but even more that you prophesied. The person who prophesies is greater than the person who speaks in languages, unless he interprets so that the church may be built up. But now, brothers, if I came to you speaking in other languages, how would I benefit you, unless I speak to you with a revelation, or knowledge, or prophecy, or teaching? Even inanimate things that produce sounds, whether flute or harp, if they don't make a distinction in the notes, how will what is played on the harp or the flute be recognized? In fact, if the trumpet makes an unclear sound, who will prepare for battle? In the same way, unless you use your tongue for intelligible speech, how will what is spoken be known? For you will be speaking into the air. There are doubtless many kinds of languages in the world, and all have meaning. Therefore, if I do not know the meaning of the language, I will be a foreigner to the speaker, and the speaker will be a foreigner to me. So also you, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, seek to excel in building up the church. Therefore the person who speaks in another tongue should pray that he can interpret. For if I pray in another language, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will always pray with my understanding. I will sing with the spirit, and I will also sing with my understanding. Otherwise, if you praise with the Spirit, how will the uninformed person say Amen at your giving of thanks, since he does not know what you are saying? For you may very well be giving thanks, but the other person is not being built up. I thank God that I speak in other languages more than all of you. Yet in the church I would rather speak five words with my understanding in order to teach others, than ten thousand words in another language. Brothers, don't be childish in your thinking, but be infants in regard to evil and adult in your thinking. It is written in the law, I will speak to these people, by people of other languages and by the lips of foreigners, and even then they will not listen to me, says the Lord. It follows that speaking in another language is intended as a sign, not for believers, but for unbelievers. But prophecy is not for unbelievers, but for believers. Therefore, if the whole church assembles together and all are speaking in another language and people who are uninformed or unbelievers come in, will they not say that you are out of your minds? But if all are prophesying and some unbeliever or uninformed person comes in, he is convicted by all and is judged by all. The secrets of his heart will be revealed and as a result he will fall face down and worship God proclaiming, God is really among you. What then is the conclusion, brothers? Whenever you come together, each one has a psalm, a teaching, a revelation, another language or an interpretation. All things must be done for edification. If any person speaks in another language, there should be only two or at most three, each in turn, and someone must interpret. But if there is no interpreter, that person should keep silent in the church and speak to himself and to God. Two or three prophets should speak, and the others should evaluate. But if something has been revealed to another person sitting there, the first prophet should be silent. For you can all prophesy one by one, so that everyone may learn and everyone may be encouraged. And the prophet's spirits are under the control of the prophets, since God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. As in all the churches of the saints, the women should be silent in the churches, for they are not permitted to speak, but should be submissive, as the law also says. If they want to learn something, they should ask their own husbands at home. 
for it is disgraceful for a woman to speak in the church meeting. Did the word of God originate from you, or did it come to you only? If anyone thinks he is a prophet or spiritual, he should recognize that what I write to you is the Lord's command. But if anyone ignores this, he will be ignored. Therefore, my brothers, be eager to prophesy, and do not forbid speaking in other languages. But everything must be done decently and in order. Psalm 69 For the choir director, according to the lilies, Davidic Save me, God, for the water has risen to my neck. I have sunk in deep mud and there is no footing. I have come into deep waters, and a flood sweeps over me. I am weary from my crying, my throat is parched. My eyes fail looking for my God. Those who hate me without cause are more numerous than the hairs on my head. My deceitful enemies who would destroy me are powerful. Though I did not steal, I must repay. God, you know my foolishness, and my guilty acts are not hidden from you. Do not let those who put their hope in you be disgraced because of me. Lord God of hosts, do not let them who seek you be humiliated because of me, God of Israel. For I have endured insults because of you, and shame has covered my face. I have become a stranger to my brothers, and a foreigner to my mother's sons. Because zeal for yourself has consumed me, and the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. I mourned and fasted, but it brought me insults. I wore sackcloth as my clothing, and I was a joke to them. Those who sit in the city gates talk about me, and drunkards make up songs about me. But as for me, Lord, my prayer to you is for a time of favor. In your abundant faithful love, God, answer me with your sure salvation. Rescue me from the miry mud. Don't let me sink. Let me be rescued from those who hate me and from the deep waters. Don't let the flood waters sweep over me or the deep swallow me up. Don't let the pit close its mouth over me. Answer me, Lord, for your faithful love is good. In keeping with your great compassion, turn to me. Don't hide your face from your servant, for I am in distress. Answer me quickly. Draw near to me and redeem me. Ransom me because of my enemies. You know the insults I endure, my shame and disgrace. You are aware of all my adversaries. Insults have broken my heart, and I am in despair. I waited for sympathy, but there was none. For comforters, but found none. Instead, they gave me gall for my food and for my thirst. They gave me vinegar to drink. Let their table set before them be a snare, and let it be a trap for their allies. Let their eyes grow too dim to see, and let their loins continually shake. Pour out your rage on them, and let your burning anger overtake them. Make their fortification desolate. May no one live in their tents, for they persecute the one you struck, and talk about the pain of those you wounded. Add guilt to their guilt. Do not let them share in your righteousness. Let them be erased from the book of life, and not be recorded with the righteous. But as for me, poor and in pain, let your salvation protect me, God. I will praise God's name with song, and exalt him with thanksgiving. That will please Yahweh more than an ox, more than a bull with horns and hooves. The humble will see it and rejoice. You who seek God take heart, for the Lord listens to the needy and does not despise his own who are prisoners. Let heaven and earth praise him, the seas and everything that moves in them. 
for God will save Zion and build up the cities of Judah. They will live there and possess it. The descendants of his servants will inherit it, and those who love his name will live in it. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that may have caught our attention. And after music, we'll say our prayers for the day and the time of the year. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray with you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. If you check the show notes, there are links in the show notes. If you click one of the links, it'll take you to wherever you need to go. But let's pray, shall we? Lord our God, our Father, we look deep into your mighty word and see the glory of the new world you will create according to your justice and truth. We thank you for giving us this joy on earth in the midst of all our toil and striving. We look deep into your word because you make all things new. To this hope our lives are directed. To this hope you have called us. And we want to be faithful forever. Praise be to your name if you have already done great things for us. Keep us in your word. Let many find the light for in this light they may look to you in simple faith and constancy until the end, when throughout the world we may see your glory and grace. Amen. This week we're praying for those in the police service and law enforcement, so let's offer up our prayers for those in the police force, shall we? Almighty God, whose great power and eternal wisdom embraces the universe, watch over all policemen, 
and law enforcement officers everywhere. Protect them from harm in the performance of their duties to stop crime, robbery, riots and violence. We pray, help them keep our streets and homes safe day and night. We commend them to your loving care because their duty is dangerous. Grant them strength and courage in their daily assignments. Father God, protect these brave men and women. Grant them your almighty protection. Unite them safely with their families when their duty has ended. Lord, we ask this in your precious name. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, Lord, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.